0: This afternoon, we will be considering Baptist Catechism number 108. It asks, what do we pray for in the first petition? Remember, we are considering the means of grace. And the last of the means of grace mentioned by our catechism is prayer. And now we are specifically looking at the prayer which Christ taught His disciples, commonly called the Lord's Prayer. We have considered the preface, and now we are going to look at the first petition. What do we pray for? In the first petition, answer, in the first petition, which is hallowed be thy name, we pray that God would enable us and others to glorify him in all that whereby he makes himself known, and that he would dispose all things to his own glory. We will read now Psalm 67. Hear the reading of God's word. To the choir master with stringed instruments, a psalm, a song. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make His face to shine upon us. Selah. That your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. say La. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear Him. This is now the reading of God's holy word. May He bless the teaching of it as well. Last Sunday we considered the preface or the introduction to the Lord's Prayer, which is, Our Father in Heaven. The words, Our Father in Heaven, are introductory. With these words we address God in prayer. But the first petition or request is this, Hallowed be thy name. So then we are to address God Almighty as Father, for He has set His love upon us in Christ Jesus and has graciously adopted us as His own. And the very first thing we should pray for is that God's name be hallowed. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know and to see clearly that the petitions of the Lord's Prayer are very carefully ordered. The first petition is first for a reason. It is first because, of course, we should begin here with this theme in prayer. And we should begin here with this theme in prayer because this petition should also be the highest concern or highest priority of our lives. That God be hallowed. In other words, that God be exalted, glorified, and praised. I think you would agree with me that the way in which we begin our prayers reveals a lot about the condition of our hearts. I don't want to be misunderstood here on this point. I don't think it is wrong at times to run straight to God with some concern of our hearts and to not pray through the petitions of the Lord's Prayer methodically. I do, I do not think it is wrong for us in a moment of great angst or concern to just cry out to God and ask Him to meet your need, whatever that need may be in the moment. But as we consider prayer uh, generally, and as we consider how we should pray ordinarily, I am wanting to draw your attention to the fact that the way we begin our prayers, uh, what we start with, does reveal a lot about the condition of our hearts. When we bow before the Lord in prayer, we ought to begin not with requests concerning our own needs, but the request that God's name be hallowed, that God be glorified through us, through others in all the earth. And this should be our first prayer. This should be our first petition because the glory of God in all things should be the very highest concern of our lives. It should be our greatest desire greatest desire. To see our God lifted up, to see Him exalted, to see Him praised. And so we are to begin with this in our prayers. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Thy name, is how we should begin. When we pray that God's name be hallowed, we are praying that God would be honored. That He would be revered, exalted, glorified. Notice that this is what our catechism teaches Saying, in the first petition, which is, Hallowed be thy name, we pray that God would enable us and others to glorify Him in all that whereby He makes Himself known, and that He would dispose all things to His own glory. And so, our catechism does define God's name being hallowed as God's name being glorified. And notice that our catechism helps us to think about the various ways that God may be glorified. In the first petition, which is, Hallowed be thy name, we pray that God would enable us to glorify Him. So then, when we pray to God, our leading prayer should be something like this. Father in Heaven, use me to bring glory to Your name today. Be exalted in my thoughts. Be exalted through my words. Be exalted through my deeds. We pray that God's name be hallowed. And what we mean by this is that God would enable us or empower us to live for His glory, to live for His honor. And because we are to pray not only for ourselves, but also for others, we should pray that God would enable or empower others to glorify Him too. This is what our catechism teaches. Remember, we are to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So we are to pray that God would enable us to glorify Him, but that he would also enable us to glorify him together or corporately. Lord, would you be exalted through my spouse? Lord, would you be exalted through my children? Lord, would you be exalted through my brothers and sisters in Christ as they live for you in this world? Be exalted Amongst your church as she gathers to worship and serve you on this coming Lord's Day. These are the kinds of things that we should be praying for under the first petition. Which is that the Lord's name be hallowed. In fact it stuck out to me as I read the question earlier. What do we pray for in the first petition? The question itself is is leading us in this direction to see that each one of these petitions is to be expanded upon. We are not merely to say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, but we are to pray for certain things in or under the heading of that first petition. And what are we to pray for? That God would enable us to glorify him. That God would enable others to glorify him as well. And I might add to this, this first petition is also a wonderful opportunity to do the very thing that we are praying for, namely to give glory to God. Take the opportunity to give thanks to God, to exalt His holy name, to give Him praise. Consider His attributes and praise Him for His attributes. Consider His decrees and praise Him for His decrees. Consider His works in creation and in providence and give Him praise for His works. Consider His work of redemption. And give Him praise for this as well. Not only are we to pray that God's name would be hallowed by ourselves and others as we come to this first petition, but we ought to give glory to God in our prayers. We are always to give thanks to God in our prayers, aren't we? We're always to give Him thanks and praise. In fact, there's opportunity to do that very thing under every one of these petitions. To not only pray for certain things, but to give glory to God in these petitions. And I think that is obviously true of the first petition. The little phrase, in all that whereby He makes Himself known. That's kind of an old-fashioned way of speaking, I think. It, it, It sounds a little confusing. Really, the idea is simple. It reminds us that God is to be glorified in all things. He is to be glorified in all things. Not only is He to be glorified by us when we gather together for corporate worship, but God is to get the glory in everything. I am reminded of what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10.31. He's writing to Christians in the church in Corinth when he says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So yes, we are to gather together for corporate worship to the glory of God. But also we are to rise up on a Monday morning and go to work for the glory of God. We are to sit down and eat the food that God has given to us. To the glory of God, we are to drink to the glory of God, etc., etc. We are to do all things to the glory of God. And I'm afraid that Christians sometimes assume that God is to be glorified, yes, in the chapel and through praise, while forgetting that God is to be glorified in every place and through all things. He is to be honored in our eating and drinking, in our thinking, our speaking, in our working, and even in our recreation. God is to be glorified. God is to be honored The Christian should do all things to the glory of God, and that is what we are to pray for in this first petition. Lord, empower us to do all things to the glory of your name. Can I just pause here for a moment and ask you, can you see how spiritually powerful the Lord's prayer is? How this simple act of bowing before the Lord in prayer daily and in a focused and concerted way will set the mind and heart towards that which is good. Just think of it. I'm not even asking you to consider the way in which God works through prayer, or the Spirit of God works upon your heart through prayer. I'm just asking you to think in a very practical sense of the power of saying this prayer and praying according to these petitions each day, how it sets the mind on these themes and orders the life of a person. To bow before the Lord and to be mindful of our God in heaven is itself a powerful thing And to pray, as the first petition, Hallowed be thy name. It it sets your life in a particular direction in the morning as you pray through this prayer, doesn't it? And of course we know that there is more than this going on in prayer, more than just the ordering ordering of our thoughts and our priorities. There is also something spiritual that happens as God works through prayer as a means of grace. But it does order our thoughts. Prayer orders our thoughts. It orders our priorities. It sets things in their proper place. We all of a sudden are going to find ourselves living Life, being mindful of God who is in heaven, our Father in heaven. And we are going to find that as we pray this prayer, our priorities will be set straight as the first petition is, Hallowed be your name. The phrase, and that he would dispose all things to his own glory, reminds us to pray that God would be glorified not only through us, but in all places, through all circumstances. Yes, even through His judgments. When we pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your name, we should pray that God would be glorified in all the earth and in all things. We should pray that He would get the glory always and especially at the end of time. We know that He will. But we are called to pray for this. We are to pray that God would get the glory even now, always, and even at the end of time, as he sits upon his judgment seat. Perhaps you're beginning to see that each one of these petitions of the Lord's Prayer can be greatly expanded and elaborated on, if we are thoughtful. And so, I'm going to continue to apply this teaching to you in this way, to encourage you to... To not only listen to this, but to go home later today or later this week and to write out the Lord's Prayer, but with big gaps in between each one of the petitions on your your piece of paper. I think this would be a wonderful thing for you to do. And then to fill in those gaps with bullet points of the kinds of things that you can pray for under each and every one of these petitions. I trust that your prayers will be more well-ordered. They will be more well-focused. They'll be more well-rounded. I find it hard to believe that having been taught according to the Lord's Prayer, you will ever sit there in a time of prayer and go, I just don't know what to pray for. Um, the, The problem should be the very opposite. It should be that there are so many things to pray for as we pray according to these petitions that we only wish that we would have more time to commune with our God in this way and to intercede on behalf of others. What do we pray for in the first petition? In the first petition, which is, Hallowed be thy name. We pray that God would enable us and others to glorify Him in all that whereby He makes Himself known and that He would dispose all things to His own glory. Let's bow for a brief word of prayer and then we will go to corporate prayer. Our Father in Heaven, we do ask that You, O God, would be highly exalted. We ask that You would graciously enable us to live for Your glory. We confess to You, O Lord, that by nature we live for our own glory, We live for our own pleasure. We are prone to worship ourselves and the things of creation as idols. God, I pray that you would fix this in us. We thank you that you have forgiven us in Christ Jesus and that you have renewed us. But more and more we pray that you would make it the leading desire of our hearts to see you, O God, exalted. For you are worthy. Would you be glorified, O Lord. Be glorified in us Be glorified in this church, O God. Be glorified in this community and in this state and in this nation and to the ends of the earth. Be glorified, we pray, in all things. Not only as you outpour grace upon people, but even as you outpour your judgment. Would you be glorified even in your judgments, O God, for we know that they are just and good and true. Lord, help us to pray. Help us to pray, O Lord, as Your people. Help us to pray accurately according to this pattern. And as we draw near to You, I pray that we would truly commune with You, O God. For we know that Christ died and rose again for this purpose, to reconcile us to Yourself as beloved children. We give You thanks for Him. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.